This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. Praise the Lord and God bless you. Happy New Year and happy uh, vacations and a whole year. Father, we thank you right now, oh God, for what you've done and what you're going to do. Lord, we thank you for a new chance, another chance. We thank you, oh God, for giving us another way, a new way and a better way. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Lord, we're looking unto you, the author and finisher of our faith, knowing this year is going to be better than it was last year because we have learned from our mistakes. We had learned that you still is God and you change us not. The storm can come and trouble may rise, but you are still the creator of all mankind. We ask you to come by and bless the broadcast, the listeners on the airways, those that are traveling, those that are in hospital rooms, those incarcerated, those at home, those that are working, those that are walking, those that are sleeping, those that are resting. Because God, you have all power in your hand. You woke us up this morning and you woke us up again for a new year. Bless them now. In Jesus the Christ we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you for a new year and we thanking God for the movement of our limbs. Amen. And you still have breath in your body here on earth. And you should be thankful. We are thankful for a broadcast beginning another year. We want to just remind you of some things that, as always, we, we come here and we thank you for your support and your prayers. <laughs> Me and Mother Poole, Sister Poole, as we t attend every broadcast to increase your faith, give you encouragement, and helping you to direct you in the Word of God. Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter, some reminder of the first part of this year, as always, people making vows. They're making vows. They haven't kept the one they finished up last year, 2021. Amen. And this year they're making other vows, maybe because of stress or problems or family unions, parties, or just plain old peer pressure. Or I want to be more religious than others or whatever the enemy had deceived you to do. Ecclesiastes, the fifth chapter, say, walk prudently when you come to the house of God and draw near to hear rather than to give the sacrifice of fools for they do not know that they do evil. Do not be rash with your mouth and let not your heart utter anything hastily before God. God is in heaven 
and you on earth. Therefore, let your words be few. For a dream come through multitude of activities, and a fool voice is known by his many words. When you make a vow to God, do not delay to pay it, but he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you have vowed. Better not to vow than to vow and not pay. Do not let your mouth cause your flesh to sin. Now say before the messenger of God that it was an error. Why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the works of your hands? For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there's also vanity. But fear God. I know this time of the year, many have gone out and set up. They're going to fast 100 days and they're going to walk on water. Many have decided that they're going to go back to church this year and be better and go to Bible school, Bible study. Some vow that they're going to make vows, they're going to lose weight, they're going to get out of debt, they're going to pay back to their brothers and sisters they borrowed money from. Some are overlooking their vows for marriage, saying it's on a piece of paper, but they're going to try to do better this year. Making all type of New Year's resolution and pledges. Some saying that they're going to stop lying, smoking and drinking and gambling and stealing. Whatever it is, amen, God has no pleasure. Then you make a vow and don't pay it. If you make it to God, you have to pay your vow. You asking God to do something for you, you should do that. Don't let anyone make you or coerce you or uh, in some way that you feel that you have to do certain things. You know what you're capable of doing. You know, in many years you have vowed to pay, vowed to, uh, to ask people and you didn't pay. Amen. You didn't perform it. Uh, you don't remember it. Amen. But God has no pleasure in that. Not to the world or to the things of the world, but we're talking to the children of God, the people of God. Exercise First John 1 and 9. Confess your faults. Confess your sin. He is faithful and just. It's a sin. It's a sin. There's only one sin that God will won't uh, forgive, and that's the sin of blasphemy. But everything else is sin. It's sin. God, Jesus died for the sins of the world. He came. Some that walk around say, no, God won't forgive me. He will. If you ask him from your heart, he will forgive you of your sin. Then you go back and talk to your brother. If your brother, your sister, someone you did something against them in fault, then that's, that's, that's their problem, not yours. You're asking God. Ask them this year to forgive you of your debt and of your sin, and you try to do better. But don't make any new vows with people and groups and area when you know you cannot pay. 
we are in the last days. The book of Matthew, we're going to the book of Matthew now. We want to read the third verse of the 24th chapter of Matthews. And we want you to take heed to this. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, Tell us when we will these things be. And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And Jesus said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and will deceive many. You say, well, I heard this before. No, you haven't observed this before. Because many people are taking uh, the word of God and they're taking the church as another institution that does not uh, have God's name that does not carry uh, the credibility of eternal life because there are so many different churches because there are so many different religions because do you know that there are so many different false preachers and teachers in this world and so many different groups that want to be recognized as God's people in this world and you really haven't looked at the, the the art of deception. The art of deception. It's a lie, but one, one, watch this now. It beginning in the beginning of, of the book of Genesis, beginning in the book of Genesis, the third chapter, when the serpent was in the garden and he was discussing what God told Adam and Eve not to do. He was kicked out of heaven and he came to the earth a fallen angel, and he's all human beings. Amen. Enemy. Those angels are against God. They do not want to uh, want the human race to multiply. They do not want the human race to survive. They want to destroy the human race. It wasn't but one group of people, and God told them to be fruitful and multiply. And the enemy came to destroy the multiplication of mankind. To destroy what God had created. Because God had eliminated them, evicted them from heaven. So they came to this earth to destroy mankind. They could not get to man directly. So what the enemy does, he used another body. The serpent, we'll pick it up at the third chapter in Genesis. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Now the serpent, amen, he walked on fours, amen, and he was not totally, amen, natural because the enemy, Satan, was using his body, he was supernatural. And he began to talk in whatever language it was. He knew the language of Adam and Eve. He heard the God's message to Adam and Eve. He knew he could not attack them straight out physically to destroy them. So what he did, 
He made them destroy themselves. Listen very closely. The enemy will have you destroy yourself by putting, amen, a virus in your mind, putting a virus, a bug in your computer, put some bad information in your computer, amen, and you think that you're going the right way and you find out it's the wrong way, amen. Notice here, the third chapter of Genesis, and he said to the woman, has God indeed, has God indeed said, now notice he's using the word God, he said God, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden, asking her question, and the woman said to the serpent, the woman is talking to the serpent. She knew he was a serpent, but she did not know, amen, it was a fallen satanic spirit behind that serpent talking to her in her language, Spanish, English, uh, German. We don't know what language it was. I don't know. Maybe you might know. But he said unto her, and she responded back to the serpent. She said, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said, now watch this now, he said, she's saying, God said, you shall not eat of it, nor you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, watch this, you will not surely die. Watch the play on the words. Watch the play on the scriptures. This is how the enemy twist us. Amen. It's watered down soda water. So watered down. Amen. You know when you go buy something and you say, oh, this tea is not, this tea is watered down. Oh, this soda water is not watered down. Amen. It, it's not, the flavor is not gone. The flavor is not here in this this drink or uh, this type of coaster or cake. It's, no, it's nothing to it. For God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be as God, knowing good and evil. King James says, God's, amen, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was for food, it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree desires to be one wise, she took up the fruit of, of and ate, and she gave it to her husband, and he ate. And their eyes were both open, and they knew that was naked. Amen. Now, this is, this is how the enemy works. He takes, amen, those of you that goes out, amen, and they buy all type of drinks, amen, and the bartender behind there, Amen. He mixed up stuff for you. He mixed it up. He watered it down. And then, then you drank it and said, oh, this is not really what I ordered. But he watered it down for you. Amen. You drunk it. Twisting the scriptures. The devil knows the scriptures. Satan, he hears God talking. And he takes one or two words out of the original Bible and makes his own Bible. Oh, you're not going to go to hell. You're not going to go to Gehenna. You, you got a place that you can go 
and get straight with God. So you got time. You got time. Don't worry about it. God got you got time. Amen. Uh, but the word of God said, no, 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 you don't have time. The day that you hear his voice, amen, or the day that the, the word of God and, and your conscience know that, no, it's time for you to get on God's side now and uh, it's time for you to stop uh, being evil. And the enemy will say, no, you got time. Uh, if you go to hell, you won't go all the way. You can stop and you the the the, the hot the, the the suffer and the fire is not hot, amen. The worms down there that dies not those worms, amen. They're not going to eat in your flesh. They're pets, amen. The enemy will give you all type of uh, scenarios. He'll take words out of the Bible. He'll take things, amen. That God say don't do, amen. He'll take situations. And twist it around. So this year, if you plan to go to Bible study, amen, plan to go to Bible study and get you a good Bible. Amen. Get you, find you those that you know, that you learn, and you have watched, that really living for the Lord. Amen. If you find somebody you don't know, amen, take, a, take time and try to study out and see whether or not are they really living differently than the world is, li is, is living. Are they saying one thing and they're doing something against Christianity? Amen. Are uh, they saying that yes, you can go ahead and love God and continue to uh, lie to your brother? Amen. You can continue to amen commit adultery gamble, lie, something that you know is strictly against the human human laws and regulations that cause us to be peaceful to one another. Amen. Jesus wants us to realize that he is the Lamb of God. He is the Lamb of God. There are in the Old Testament that some things God doesn't change and he did not change that because Jesus is the Word of God. Jesus is the Word, and the Word is God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. Jesus is the Logos. Amen. He is the Rhema. He is the Word. He is the right now Word. Amen. For you, you can be forgiven for all your sins, but you have to follow this, the direction. You have to follow complete direction of the Word of God. Case in point, let's go to the book, Amen, of St. Luke, the Gospel according to St. Luke. Amen. The news, the good news, book of St. Luke in the 24th chapter of the Gospel of St. Luke. You say, well, some don't want to accept the Old Covenant. They do not want to accept the history of of the Bible and when it was written, they do not want to accept, amen, how things was created from the beginning. And so they're lost. They're lost. There's nothing we can do. Amen. That's why God made hell for those. He know there were some people that will have been, been caught up in deception. Amen. And they so far gone in deception 
if anyone don't, if, if no one go by and tell them that Jesus loved them and cared for them, they'll die in their sin. And, and that's reality. That's reality. Amen. And Jesus died. He gave his life for all sins in the way of the priests. If you read in the book of Leviticus, all type of sin, amen, that people have done, Israel had done, they had to bring a lamb, a, a, a goat, amen, a heifer, a pigeon, or a dove, whatever you can afford, and bring it towards the priest. And the priest would take the animal and sacrifice it for whatever sin was involved. Amen. The priest himself, amen, the, the Levites and the priesthood, amen, what God had set aside strictly for taking sins and washing away sins. And burning up burnt offerings and taking the blood of animals and bulls, amen, for burnt offerings. But the people will continue to do it from time and time again. So that the order of washing away sin, the order of removing sins, has always been an order that Jesus carried out because he became the priest. He is our high priest. Those that accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior, he is the high priest. And he is the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, according to St. John, the first chapter. So uh, there's an order. Amen. Yes, you can, you, can be, you can confess your sins, but there's another part of the process. Amen. Those that learn how to drive a car, you know your right foot is, is, is for, the, for the gas and, the, and also for the brake. Amen. You learn how to... Uh, drive a car, you hold a steering wheel, and you know how to coordinate your, your foot for, for gas and for brake, for gas and for brake. And those that have a stick shift, uh, sh shift manually, you learn how to get your left foot, amen, to match down the clutch back and forth. But once you learn how to drive, you can drive almost any car. You need to just learn what side of the road to drive on, amen. Once you come into Christ and you get instructed by Someone you know that's pure as much as they possibly can. You have watched their life. You know they can, they go to church. You know they go to a reputable church. You know much as you know how they they preach from a, a, a Bible. They give you all the Old and the New Testament continents, uh, covenants of God, because the Old Covenant is just like going to elementary school. They know, they know the ABCs of God and they know their son came over from the ABCs and he advanced the way and gave you a better and a simple way to come to God. God knew the mankind could not save itself. He knew, amen, because of the fallen angel kept twisting the word, twisting his scriptures, twisting the letter, amen, that whatever he gave man through the prophets, Amen. Even through the law of Moses, when he continued to give them that, amen, you find out, amen, it always been twisted. Amen. But you know for yourself, amen, death is real. Sickness is real. This world is decaying. This world is passing away. But Jesus made a, such a great, uh, important effort in emphasizing that be not deceived, man is not marked. And whatever man saw, so shall he read. What he said, be this deception. 
deception. Be not deceived when the last days. So notice uh, the gospel according to Luke. What what look look what Luke said. Luke twenty four and forty four, and he said unto them, the eyewitnesses concerning Jesus' resurrection. He said unto them, These are the words which I spoke unto you, Jesus speaking unto them. While I was yet with you, all things must be fulfilled, which was written in the law of Moses. Written in the law of Moses. Jesus said when he rose from the dead and talking to the disciples, he said these things must, whatever I went through, they had to be fulfilled. What was written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the psalmist concerning me. Then open their, he their eyes understanding that they may understand the scriptures and said unto them, thus is it written and thus it behoove Christ to suffer and rise again and rise from the dead the third day and repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations beginning at Jerusalem. It's one thing, say, Lord, forgive me of my sin. I believe in my heart. Amen. It's another thing to turn around for what you said. You believe and God forgive about your sins. But you still turn around and go back to the horse track. You don't confess your sins. Say, well, I confess. But the, 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 the work and the mechanics, amen, of, of being free and looking for God to forgive you of your sins, amen, but you constantly drive it on the wrong side of the road. Amen. And somebody say, hey, you on the wrong side of the road. Come on, get on the right side of the road. You say, oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, sir. Amen. And then you get further down the road, you drop on the other side of the road. Amen. When I was in the Caribbean, I said, no, to my friends, no, I'm not going to drive because I keep forgetting what side of the road I'm supposed to be driving on. I'm so used to driving on the right side. In America, when we get on the other side, and so constantly, constantly, Amen. You have to learn how to live on the right side of God. Living in God's will, amen, is keeping His commandments. Amen. Oh, what's God's commandment? What is, what, what is, uh, how should I live? What is God's will? Keeping His commandments. Keeping His commandments. And Jesus said, what was written in the law of Moses, those of us, and all of you, you begin to learn, you have to learn what the law says about Jesus. You have to learn what Jesus said, amen, what Moses talked about, amen, by the children of Israel, amen, then what, what the prophets brought. And Jesus said, amen, these things must be preached, amen, repentance, repentance, stop doing what you know is wrong, stop doing, You got, confessing is one thing, but you're constantly going to continue to do wrong according to what God says wrong. And then you'll be water baptized. That's what remove your sin. We, we It's so much about confessing this sin and believing your heart. But when it comes down to water baptism, to remove according to the priesthood law, amen, when they brought a pigeon and a dove into the temple for whatever sin, whatever problem they had, even sickness, they brought an offering to God, amen. The priest would take, a gift, take that offering, amen. That's why I said... People fight against tithes and offerings. Amen. The offering is one thing you bring to God for your sickness and for your disease. Amen. And the, the, the minister, uh, the priesthood office, or the, the elders, the true elders and the true pastors can pray over you. 
Amen. And your sins can be removed. Your sins can be removed. Baptized in water for remission of your sins. Why you be baptized in water? Amen. Romans 6, Jesus said the same where Jesus died and was buried. The same way you go down in the water and you rise under your sins be removed. That's an order. That's a priesthood order. Amen. That's a ceremony that you have to go through because of the fact God loved you. He cared for you. Amen. And that's that. And that's, that is the order. But the enemy twists that. He, he says, no, you don't have to be baptized in water. That's the old way. Amen. So what is what do you find yourself? Amen. Being deceived because you're not studying the word of God. You're not following up the word of God. Amen. You're not you're not looking. Amen. For the true uh, study of God. You want to wait until Sunday school. But this year. Amen. Anytime that you get a chance. Amen. Do more reading because the enemy know the word of God like he did in the book of uh, in the book of Genesis. He told them, he told Adam and Eve, the day that you eat of this tree, amen, you don't have to worry about it. God not going to kill you. You're not going to die. Watch what James, the fifth chapter, and the 13th verse says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing songs. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elder of the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, this uh, sickness, if he have committed sins, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. If he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Amen. The church is so important today. The institution of the church, the priesthood order, the real elders, the real pastors, you need to know who they are this year. You need to know who the real people of God is this year. Water baptism, praying for the sick. Amen. Be careful who you like pray over you, what Bible you read, because the world is full of deception. Lord, we thank you right now for your word. We thank you, God, what you are doing for your people. We thank you, Lord, for this word that's going out. And we pray, Lord God, that you would bless, heal, and deliver all those that are listening. And we thank you, Lord, for the, the ear. Those that have an ear to hear, let them hear what the Bible said unto them, that he loved them and he will forgive them of their sin. Until next time, God bless you. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it. And your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the Word of God. If you would like to send your prayer requests or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, 
We welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. Say we